Hello and welcome to The Gist. I'm your host, Chris Vetrano, here every week to break down all the things happening in pop culture and interviewing the people that make it pop. In today's show, we are going to kick off a brand new segment for The Gist. It's a monthly segment called the Pop Culture Roundup because this is a pop culture podcast after all. And, you know, while we bring you some incredible interviews telling stories from people of pop culture past and present, we need to sometimes dive into what's happening today. What is, you know, burning the up the internet and what is keeping you awake at night? And so we're going to be doing this once a month just of to touch down briefly. I'm not going to go deep diving onto all of these different topics, but just to kind of give you guys a little taste of what is at least keeping me up and keeping my wheels spinning in the pop culture universe. So this is our very first pop culture roundup episode, and I feel like it's jam-packed, so I'm going to try to just sort of touch down on certain elements, and then ultimately the goal for these episodes is that you guys will take part in the conversation. So follow me over at Instagram at cmvetrano, and that's C-M-V-E-T-R-A-N-O, and let's have a conversation. Let's kiki in the comments, slide into my DMs. I want to know your thoughts on the biggest stories in pop culture of right now. And so to kick off our, you know, kind of pop culture breaking news, this one came out right before I'm starting to record this episode. Shannon Storms Bedore from the Real Housewives of OC was arrested for a DUI and hit and run. She's got two charges. Now, this is huge news. And again, this story is breaking as I am recording. So by the time this episode comes out, we might have a few more details. I'm hoping for a mugshot, though. I'm hearing that in Orange County, they don't release mugshots, which is super disappointing because you know that mugshot is going to be so chaotic. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm at this point just praying to my Bravo gods that Andy Cohen himself is getting access to this mugshot so that it can be on next season. I feel like it needs to be baked into Shannon's renewal. She's not coming back unless she releases her own mugshot video uh, photo for the season because I think that's going to be the only way we're going to get our hands on it. But. She, and I mean, if you're a watcher of this season in particular of OC, you know that this is huge because her and Gina on the show are currently in a feud because Gina, who got a, who was arrested for a DUI several years ago and is now sober and in a much better place, she feels as though Shannon won't let it go because Shannon helped her during that time get a lawyer. And, you know, and then this year, apparently, Shannon made some comments about how Gina's kids were almost taken away because of it. And it's it's not going well with Gina. And she and Gina have been feuding about this. And she's like, I wish that Shannon would just let this go. 
And um, Gina also made comments this season about Shannon's drinking and made some like, I don't know, I can't remember exactly what she said, but something to the effect of that she might need to go to rehab. And so she's really coming for Shannon and her drinking. So the two have been feuding over this very thing. Now, the crazy part about this is the uh, both the season has obviously wrapped and the ladies have already shot the reunion. So we're not going to get any of this on this season. Unless Andy does a sit down, I'm sure he'll book her for Watch What Happens Live um, to talk about it, but we're not going to get it as part of the season story. And that feels like a miss, but it is what it is. I may also guarantee her a spot on next season. So I don't know, but certainly not a good, not a good reason to be guaranteed a spot back, but she got a DUI and then apparently ran into and sort of clipped somebody's house. So she hit somebody's house, I guess, turned around in the driveway and then drove off. Later down the road, she parked her car in the middle of the street, got out, got her dog Archie out of the car and apparently pretended like she was just taking the dog for a walk. When the police showed up, she tried to play it off as though she was just taking a walk. Obviously they have her car. They could tell that she was super drunk and yeah, she was, she was booked and taken in. So, um, wow, wow, wow. Lots to come. She hasn't made a personal statement though. Her lawyers have and said that she is preparing to take full responsibility. Um, but yeah, this is this is pretty crazy. And also, speaking of CPS going and taking the children, I hope someone's going to take that dog. I mean, why was the dog in the car while she's driving this drunk? This is so dangerous. And I've got lots of thoughts about that. So yeah, this is breaking news. Definitely top of mind as we're coming out of or thinking about pop culture right now. Definitely a trending topic. Um, also in the kind of trending space right now, this might feel a little bit on the older side, but had to bring it up because we haven't, uh, we haven't talked about it on the podcast yet is what is going on with Scooter Braun. So everyone is dipping, like everyone that works with him is out. And so for weeks I was waiting and waiting to find out what is going on and why is this happening? We first heard, you know, Demi Lovato parted ways and right in the middle of an album cycle too. She's literally releasing a new album of, I mean, yes, it's pre-recorded or it's, uh, re-recorded songs uh, with the rock versions, but she's in the middle of promoting this and she dumps her manager. That is saying a lot right there. Um, she's also been credited saying that Taylor Swift is the inspiration for why she re-recorded her songs, which is very interesting, obviously, because of the Taylor and Scooter uh, feud. And then um, Jay Belvin and Dina Menzel, they also have dropped Scooter as their manager. Ariana Grande has parted ways, though there's a little bit of talk that maybe she's still, um, she's in process and that he's not as involved, but maybe is still somehow part of the team. And then obviously the big one, the reason that we know Sco Scooter Braun exists, Justin Bieber. So it has been confirmed that he is 
looking for his exit from Scooter and that he is making moves um, to a new management uh, group. And so something is going on there and none of us seem to know what's what that is. And I think we've all been waiting for like the breaking Scooter Braun news that something was about to come out and all of these artists are dipping because honestly, Indina Menzel also was in the middle of an album cycle and dumped the management. So it's like people are are distancing themselves from him, obviously for a reason. Now, what it is, we wait and see with bated breath, but I it doesn't smell right to me. So that is um, also going on. Uh, people are talking a lot about it. Um, and then, you know, lots of breakups are happening right now. We recently just got found out Hugh Jackman is separating from his wife, which this is a, uh, I think it's a 27 year relationship. I mean, this is a sad one to see go. Um, obviously, you know, people are very uh, chatty about the Joe Jonas of it all. Joe Jonas um, and his wife also announced that they were separating, which was quite surprising and a little bit confusing because they announced it was announced that he had hired divorce divorce lawyers then she was spotted at their show where he was singing her a love song and then the next day it it was official that he had filed for divorce um and we don't and then he's kind of gone on this press tour where he's like seemingly you know being dad of the year and is crying through songs. And so he's definitely creating some kind of narrative um, that he might be sort of a victim in this. Uh, but it's it's an interesting one that seems like it'll heat up a bit. So that's going on. People are definitely talking about that. And then, of course, Brittany and Sam. Oh, I... You know, I have still yet to do our Britney deep dive episode, which I promise you guys is coming. It's actually coming sooner than you may think. Um, but it's taking me a lot to follow Britney right now and to just see all of the things going on with her. Obviously, her and Sam um, have filed for divorce. A um, lot of things have come out on Sam's side. Sam seems to be leaking stories to TMZ about, you know, Britney's safety and her potentially like having some kind of affair with one of Britney's employees. Uh, her, uh, and something about her knife skills or something that she has knives everywhere all over the house. Um, it's, he's definitely not going for the let's pe like peacefully split. He's also not getting anything. So apparently if he had waited it out, he would have been able to like get some money out of this marriage, but he didn't. And now he's contesting within, I mean, within minutes of the filing, he was contesting the prenup. So now he's trying to get something. And I think he realizes that he's not going to because she does have good legal counsel. And um, yeah, Matthew Rosengart has come out and said like, we're, he's not getting anything. He signed the prenup. It is, it's in black and white. This is why we have the prenup. So he's not getting anything. And, um, yeah, so he, he's not going to end up in a, in a great place, but I think now he's like threatening her with some of these things that he's going to come out with if, you know, if things don't change or if the prenup isn't, uh, edited. So, a lot going on. It'll probably get really messy. You know, there's 
there's rumors that Britney is already dating some ex-con that is part of her security team that she started seeing him. Um, he was, uh, he was locked up for, I believe, distributing, uh, methamphetamines. So given Britney's history with drugs this does not feel like the right match for her and you know we know britney loves a bad boy um but let's hope that this is not happening there has also been reports that brian her brother has moved in with britney to kind of help her through this process and be there to help support her so let's hope that she's getting you know the right level of therapy and that she's got some you know really strong people and good influences that are helping her kind of get through not only this divorce but just this ongoing you know recovery from coming out of such abuse for 13 years um I really, really hope the best and, you know, am eagerly awaiting the book to drop. But, you know, it's 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 tough. It's tough right now seeing her in the state. And I every day am hoping that she is on a good path and in a good place. And you know what? I never trusted Sam, to be honest. You know, he came out and he made a lot of like fans happy when he said free Britney. And you know, I shared it. I was like, all right, he's speaking up. But I always wondered why now? Why wasn't he speaking up when she was being abused and taken places beyond her, um, or with against her will, like when they were locking her up in mental institutions? Where was he during all of that? Why wasn't he speaking up and saying hashtag free Britney then? Why did it take this long? Why did it take Britney so long to get a phone call that was publicly aired in the court. Like that should have been something that he, if he was truly in love with this person and trying to save them, he should have been way more invested in that. And I never trusted him. And I think that he honestly, I think was a paid actor by the father to date her and potentially give her intel. There is, you know, again, there's reports that a lot of these TM story, TMZ stories that have broken over the years that have not put Britney in a favorable light have come directly from Sam and that he was on the inside of this whole thing the whole time and then sort of skated on the out because he realized like, okay, the free Britney movement is going to implode and I've got to be on the right side of this. And I think he tried to switch gears, you know, marry her and lock all of that in. And, you know, she's, she's a victim of abuse and there's a lot that you have to deal with. And there's a lot of trauma that you have to work through. And I just don't think that he was ready for that. So sayonara. And, um, I don't think that we need to see him anymore. So, and if you're like me and you're a Britney stan, I urge you to go unfollow him because he thinks that he's some big, you know, he had some comment about how he has the same amount of jobs as Leonardo DiCaprio right now. And it's like, okay, you're not an actor. No one has ever thought you were a good actor and your roles that you've been in are tiny. And you're a, you're the guy from the work from home video with fifth harmony. Like that's all you are. And I think he's the next K fed, although they didn't have a kid. So he's not getting the payouts the way that uh, K fed is. Although last week, uh, Preston, uh, turned, isn't it Preston? Preston's the oldest. Uh, 
he turned 18. So half of K-Fed's income that he was getting, which was, you know, child support uh, for having full custody of the kids, that got cut off. So he, 50%, thank God, we're almost, we're almost done with the K-Fed era of him milking Britney for her money and income. Um, and it doesn't look like Sam's going to hop on that train anytime soon. So um, again, wishing Brittany well and hope that all is well there. Uh, but yeah, it is always sad when couples break up, although I'm kind of glad about the Brittany and Sam one. And then um, speaking of breakups, I think we could talk about Marin Morris. She has announced a breakup with the country music genre. Uh, Marin on the uh, heels of her, the release of her new sort of two song, let's call it an EP, but the singles, um, she released The Bridge is what she was calling it. There are two country songs uh, that she put out uh, last week and um, both great, but it's The Bridge to What's Next, which as I think we know, is going to be a pop record, and I cannot wait for that. Um, But yeah, she has come out and said, you know, country music, it's burning itself down to the ground, and, you know, people are streaming music and liking things just out of spite and hate, and that's not what country music was built on, so she doesn't find a home in the genre anymore, and good for her. Um, So she has announced her breakup from... Uh, from the genre, and we are eagerly awaiting Marin's new album, which we know to be a pop record. So, um, very excited about that. Um, let's see what else. Oh, um, the strike, guys. This ongoing strike has been insane, and you know, even for the podcast here, um, a lot of the guests that we have lined up for uh, our summer have had to push because they can't promote things right now. Um, movies and TV releases are being moved back. Um, so we've, we really have, um, I mean, it's impacted everywhere. And, you know, it's so weird for these entertainers that they can't talk about the projects that they're working on or that they've worked on in a way to help promote them. And, you know, they're doing it in solidarity and, uh, you know, the strike continues. And I hope that we're nearing the end. I hear that maybe like the negotiations are picking back up this week and that we may get to some resolve soon. I sure hope that we do because I, I want everyone back working. Um, but you know, we had some backlash and nobody felt it more, uh, over the last couple of weeks than Drew Barrymore, who announced that she was going to, despite the strike, return to her show without writers. And, you know, she, she came out several times after, even after getting backlash of like, why are you going against the strike? Why are you coming out with your show? She released a couple of statements. One that was that she was, you know, a news program that came out during the pandemic that people relied on for good news. And she feels like this is another moment in history where people need good news. Um, But she also had writers and now she doesn't. And so that's going to be a tough return. Um, So people still came for her 
And then she had a tearful apology about why she was standing by the decision and why she had made the decision. And, you know, she, she had to really go through it. Um, and ultimately has announced now that she will not be returning. So she's taken this back. The Drew Barrymore show is not coming back um, until the strike concludes. Um, and that was just based on fan reaction and the way in which people really came for her online. Um, and I think rightfully so, right? Like you can't sit on both sides of the fence. You're either part of the strike or you're not. And you're either supporting people or you're not. And I get like, there are a lot of people that are out of work right now while the strike is going on. So I feel for them and I feel for everyone that is dealing with that. But you, you can't be on both sides of the fence, girl. So you got to make up, make up your mind and stick to it. And hopefully now she has, um, you know, but I also think, you know, I, I am a little tired of cancel culture and, you know, I think that there are certainly times where, you know, when somebody comes out, I, I'm not going to talk too much about like Danny Masterson or Russell Brand, but they are both in the news for really horrible things that they have done. Um, and at least accusations of things that they have done. Uh, but I, I, and you know, it's like when somebody has done something awful, I think that's why we have a legal system. And I think that we need to support our legal system and support the processes that we, you know, that these people will face their day. Right. I don't think that we need to use our platforms, which now there's so many with threads and TikTok and, you know, the original Twitters and Facebooks and everybody uses their platform now to put, everyone in the judge and jury seat and it's really really tough cancel culture and so um you know i don't think that like you know drew barrymore really had bad intentions about saying that she was going to return to her show and ultimately changed her stance when she heard the feedback from fans and from you know the unions and uh, she has made changes and so, but I think it was unfair because both The View and uh, the Jennifer Hudson show had also announced that they would be returning. And we we didn't get the same sort of reactions for them. They were just sort of like, you know, um, honorable mentions in these stories of like, oh, they also are following suit of going back in the midst of the strike. And they've now all decided the same, that they're waiting it out until the end of the strike. But, you know, Drew Barrymore really got the hate. She was the most vocal about it. And, you know, she tried to firmly plant her feet on the ground and saying that this was, you know, something that she stood by. And I think that's probably why. But again, it's not up to us. It's up to the people that are being impacted by this decision if you're not part of SAG or if you're not part of this strike in a way that is impacting you, like it's not really up to you to have a voice. You can have an opinion, but you don't necessarily need a voice and we don't need to cancel Drew Barrymore over this in my opinion. So, um, so yes, so that is also happening. Um, and then in better news, I suppose, uh, Taylor Swift, who continues to just dominate. I mean, at this point, the music industry is Taylor Swift. 
right? I mean, she is like single-handedly changing the music industry in such massive ways. Um, with the Eras tour, I mean, it's going to become the highest-grossing tour of all time. It's it's insane what she's doing right now. All these Taylor Swift versions. I mean, we're, we're I think we're teetering on a little bit too much Taylor. But I think that, you know, she's got to release the rest of these Taylor versions so that she can start to just move on and then, like, give us new content again. And I think that's... I'm hoping that, like, by the wrapping of this era's tour, all of that is done. And then maybe we get, like, a little break and then we can get something new from Taylor. But she's definitely, like, everywhere. And I love her. So I'm here for it. Um, and I'm ready for the 1989 Taylor's version. Um, I think that, you know, we've got a lot to live up to. And, you know, the facts, the fact that Max Martin is not involved in this one worries me, but I, I'm ready for it. Um, but Taylor, uh, swept the VMAs. She was the hot topic from the VMAs, uh, last week when, uh, I think she won nine awards. All of the major awards, uh, were won by Taylor Swift. Um, she was in, in true Taylor fashion, dancing and being the loudest one in the audience. Um, though people thought maybe it went a little too far and that she, uh, might've had too much to drink and was overserved. Um, there were photos of her publicist uh, handing her water and changing out her drinks with water uh, because they wanted her to tone it down a bit. Um, so, you know, it, but let the girl live. I mean, she is literally running the industry um, single-handedly. So let her be her and let her do her. Um, but she, one of her awards was uh, announced and given to her by NSYNC who reunited at the VMAs. So that is what people are talking about now. Uh, you know, there's rumors that there is maybe a tour announcement coming soon. Uh, the band is announcing their first new single um, in years. And, uh, you know, no one ever thought that this would happen. Justin Timberlake had always kind of been the one that had said he would never, you know, go back to NSYNC. Um and the other guys have talked about reunion tours. There's been talk that some of the guys and in partnership with the Backstreet Boys would do kind of a joint tour, um, similar to kind of what New Kids on the Block and the Backstreet Boys did. And it seems as though maybe with all the negative attention that Justin Timberlake has been getting as of recently, uh, that he has had a change of heart. And so for his new Trolls movie... Um, which they are featuring some NSYNC uh, songs in, the band has gotten back together and recorded a new original song. So uh, NSYNC, we're getting a new song from them. Uh, I don't know if beyond the VMA stage, if we're getting another NSYNC sort of reunion. A lot of talk online about the tour, though, and, you know, all the memes are if you weren't born in a year that starts with a one, meaning in the 1900s, um, don't bother buying tickets because you've got to leave it for the rest of us. You've got to leave these tickets for the rest of us because if it does happen, I'm right there with you. I don't, 
I don't want people, I don't want any Johnny come latelys. Okay. Like we are devoted and sync followers. And if you are one of them, you know what I mean? Like you were there from the beginning, you know, the Disney channel concert that started it all, you know, the, you know, yellow hair, you know, the wife beater tank tops, you know, which I realize is not the PC thing to say now. I can't remember. I guess they're just called undershirts, but, um, but you know, NSYNC in a very deep way that I'm sorry, if you weren't alive during that time, you don't understand it. You don't understand what it was like to be an NSYNC fan in, in the time of NSYNC. So I'm with you. I don't want, I don't want you coming either. Um, but I don't know. I feel like the band has kind of said like, no, we're, we're doing this new song and we reunited for a good photo op at the VMAs, but I don't know that they're going to actually do more than that, but maybe because it has gotten such buzz and there's so much talk about it, maybe this will convince my guess would be that uh, Justin's the only one that might be holding out for a reunion tour. Although I know who's not, and that's JC Chazé, okay? Because have we all seen the Meow Mix commercial? When he released this commercial, guys, I, first of all, I watched it several times. I thought it was an SNL skit. And I was like, oh, during the strike, SNL's still working. Oh no, this was a real commercial for Meow Mix that JC sings a track over. And I I got I was nervous for him. I was I was like, surely the, there's more. Surely there's some like is he in on this joke? But I cannot I cannot get a read. I think that he thought this was a great opportunity. So I I was a little concerned about that and then almost immediately following, it's like, now we're talking about an NSYNC reunion. So if Meow Mix got us here, well, thank you for that. So, um, yeah, I, I will see, we'll see what happens here. I would love an NSYNC reunion. I would love to see them live again and relive the glory days, but not holding my breath. I think, you know, we're, we may have seen what we saw and I'm going to appreciate it. Um, and then, you know, I think the only other things is, you know, I, and I've mentioned this a couple of times on the podcast now, but obviously the Barbie movie is massive, huge change, similar to Taylor Swift. It's like, you know, it's redefining the movie genres. It's giving people hope that the industry is not as dead as they thought it was. It was doing huge box office numbers um, in the midst of a time that no one was really going to the movies anymore. Um, and so it's it's been doing amazing things. Um, and it just, uh, as of last week, uh, is now available for purchase and rent. Uh, on the streaming platform. So if you haven't seen it, you can. I urge you, I feel like so many people think that this movie is just like a cheesy comedy that is about Barbie, which it is all of those things, but there's so much heart and there's such a message in it. And I don't want to like ruin the movie for anyone that hasn't seen it, but it truly, truly was not what I expected. And the only thing is, you know, when we were talking about the Barbie movie back in the day, um, while we, while the hype was building, um, and you know, 
we were talking a lot about how Amy Schumer was supposed to be the original Barbie. And it's so interesting because after watching it, I'm like, I love Amy Schumer, but I cannot understand how she could have been in that role because of what the message was and just the way that it was played. I don't think it was like Amy's type of comedy. So it would have been a very different role for her if she was to have this, but I think it, I think the script changed pretty drastically um, when she left the the project, but it's, it's worth seeing guys. And if, again, this is for men, women, anyone out there, I urge you to see the Barbie movie if you haven't, because it is so good. Um, also another movie on streaming that I love, and I feel like, you know, it, it got some big numbers and streaming. I think it became one of the like highest um, streamed movies on Amazon Prime. It's Red, White, and Royal Blue. So I read the book and I loved it. Um, you know, and it's just, it's a fun beach read. It's like easy. It gives you everything that you want. It's like basically a love story of the first, uh, first son um, we don't have one right now. So I, well, not one that we are pining after, but it's like this young, you know, back in like the Titanic, like a Leonardo DiCaprio type, um, young hottie. It's like if Chelsea Clinton was hot and a man, uh, back in the day, like it was that kind of like young per first child, um, and meets Prince Harry or, Prince William and the two of them end up falling in love. And so this is, you know, I'm not ruining it for anyone. I think that's pretty obvious when you, uh, when you read the, the synopsis, but it is such a fun book to read. And I just, i th flew through it. And, um, yeah, it, I, when I heard that it was becoming a movie, I was like, Oh gosh, it's probably going to be really cheesy. Um, because the book is at times really cheesy, but I was like, it's, you know, it's probably going to be really young and like be too like YA young adult. And I just didn't think it was going to be a movie that I thought was worth watching. And I was wrong. Um, they did a great job. They did it justice. And I thought that it was like a really fun watch. And so if you haven't watched that, I would say that and the Barbie movie are two things you've got to get your eyes on as soon as possible. Um, and let's see if there's anything else. I mean, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to rant too long because I don't want to start getting comparisons to Bethany Frankel because the one time skinny girl mogul that I thought could do no wrong is, is frightening me. It's going too far. There's too many things happening. The, I mean, the seafood, rant was I think where we really turned a corner for her and if you haven't seen it I don't even know if I'm going to urge you to go watch it because it's terrifying her trying to eat seafood and eat crab legs without <laughs> without cracking them like in a hotel room out of a bag that looks like a garbage bag I mean it's it's wild and, you know, she's giving her used makeup to cashiers at TJ Maxx. I mean, her and her online content right now is out of control. And then, you know, her trying to expose all of these people for, you know, 
using essentially reality stars and saying that reality stars are used for capital gain and you know they're taken advantage of but meanwhile she's having these reality reality stars come to do exclusive interviews on her podcast where of course she's making advertising dollars and it's it's just a lot um so i'm gonna try not to like carry on too much in these pop culture roundups where I rant and start sounding like Bethany Frankel, uh, because I can't listen to those and I don't want you to have to either. So, um, so I think that's it. Those are the, those are the things that are, you know, hot on my mind. Those are the things that I'm thinking about and talking about this month, um, over brunch with all of my gals and guys. Um, but, and let's be honest, it's my gals and Joe, my husband. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we are loving the pop, what pop culture continues to give us. And I want to know what is popping with you. So keep me posted when you hear a story that you feel like I need to cover. We're going to be doing this every month. So send it my way, make sure I've got the link so that I can get caught up and I can give you guys all of my takes on it. Um, and then also let me know what your thoughts are on today's pop culture roundup. Uh, again, I'm at Instagram at CM Vitrano. I'm also on Twitter, threads, TikTok, all the things. Um, but I am kind of mostly on uh, Instagram these days because, you know, I like the medium. So that's where I choose to be. But, um, but yeah, follow me and as always, don't forget to rate and subscribe so that you never miss an episode and you never miss a pop culture roundup because we'll be doing them every month. And then uh, tune in next week. We've got a fun interview. An OG pop culture icon is coming to stop by to tell us a story of how he was part of one of the biggest pop culture movements um, of my life. Um, and so he's going to be stopping by. Uh, so there's a little teaser for that. Um, so yeah, again, don't forget, rate, subscribe. You'll never miss it. And until then, I will talk to you all soon. Have a great weekend. Bye.